IAG last week talked of the future in terms of what was insurable and what wasn't. Well, we got some new numbers this morning to add to that. Core Logic and the reinsurance specialist Munich RE, they show the cost of river flooding to residential buildings in this country is more than $100 million a year. They think that's going to jump by 20% by 2050. 11% of property value is currently exposed to flood risk. That's expected to jump to 17% by 2050. Now, CoreLogic's head of research is Nick Goodhall. is with us. Nick, morning. Morning, Mike. Trick is what to do about it. Do we? Is anyone in any sort of position to actually take this information and go, tell you what, this is a problem, here's the solution? Yeah, look, I think that the key thing here is that we need you know, centralised, controlled information so that everyone is seeing the same thing and then we can start to do something about it. And that is put some mitigation into the short term, but longer, longer term, start to build in the right places and potentially move away from the wrong ones. And because your figures tell you that we're not doing that because of 11% of values at risk now, 17% at risk by 2050, that's, I'm assuming, billions of dollars worth of property being developed in that period of time. Well, exactly right. It's where people currently live, where people are likely to live in the future as well. And we can see that there's different regions that are affected in different ways about this too. The exposure to somewhere like Otago is, is you know, one of the highest. And we see they're worth about 5% of the total residential property. Um, but when you look at the proportion of national annual average river loss, it's about 15%. So there are areas that are more exposed than others and we need to start to adjust our behaviour, our building, our living and uh, to, to adjust for this. Who's going to pull the pin, the government or the insurance industry? Well, I suppose we've already seen some action from the government We're talking about the national adaptation plan. We'll take a long while to, to work through with this, but it is a plan to help deal with climate change, and I expect this sort of thing to start to feed into that. And we'll have to work with local councils on that. I think it takes that official notice, that official, you know, coming from the central point where everyone's going to start to adhere to this. At the moment, everyone's still relies on the government to bail them out, the bank to bail them out, the insurance company to bail them out. We'll need to start taking some personal responsibility as well. Of course, the, the big thing is getting people out who are already there as opposed to stopping people going in. You can stop people going in fairly easily. Getting them out's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that most people have, have bored in certain areas under certain assumptions or not been fully aware of what's going on. So how we manage that transition, I suppose, to get them into places that make sense. Without, of course, just saying, well, now your property is uninsurable, so um, there's no point living there. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely needed a, a, a managed plan to deal with that. But uh, I suppose we do have some time to work through that and start to get this information to people so they can start making those decisions sooner rather than later. Good stuff, Nick. Appreciate your insight. Nick Goodall, Head of Research at CoreLogic this morning.